Welcome again to The Entrepreneur's Advisor, the business podcast built for entrepreneurs and business owners. Join your host, Chip Schweiger, and his guests as they talk about proven strategies that can help you level up your company to go from seven figures to eight and from eight figures to nine. If you're a business owner, investor, or industry insider looking for actionable tips to make more money, improve profits, and increase the value of your business, you're in the right place. And now, once again, your host, Chip Schweiger. Well, hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast, the podcast where you get one actionable tip each week to increase the value of your business. Say, if you're a new listener, a very warm welcome to what we think is quickly becoming one of the best business podcasts for entrepreneurs. And if you're a regular listener and subscriber, thanks for joining us again this week. Really happy that you're here. So I'm your host, Chip Schweiger. And to set the table for the new listeners, I'm a 27-year veteran of public accounting and corporate finance, where I've helped some of the largest companies in America grow. But my real passion is in helping entrepreneurs and business owners like you. So we created this podcast to share what successful entrepreneurs and business owners are doing and to give you a forum to ask questions and to get support to get unstuck if that's where you find yourself. So hopefully you were able to take a mini break last week to recharge a bit for the July 4th weekend. Now, while taking time off is often much needed to get away from a hectic work life, research also shows that it's important for your health. Whether you have three days, one week, or two weeks of glorious vacation time, Doctors say that if you don't take advantage of this break from work, your stress and mental health will suffer. But for you, the entrepreneur, it can be tricky, right? Between when and how you should take time away to your employees knowing your company's philosophy on taking vacation time, it really gets difficult. According to a study done by Glassdoor, the reason U.S. workers don't use their vacation time include their workload is too great and no one else at their company can do the work in their absence without fear that they'll fall behind, or maybe they worry that they'll miss out on participating in an important project or decision or meeting. Sometimes they fear pending layoffs, so they bank all of their vacation time to cash out should they lose their job. Sometimes people just simply can't afford a vacation, so why take one? Or they feel guilty about leaving for too long because they think their team might feel lost or overwhelmed. Interestingly, what many will find surprising is that in a 2018 survey, the majority of bosses agree that vacation improves an employee's focus and alleviates burnout. And take time off from work doesn't have to mean a luxurious cruise to Tahiti, although that sure would be nice sometimes. It could mean a day here and there, an afternoon, or even a morning. What's important, doctors say, is to make sure you give yourself breaks so that you don't burn out. Now, here's some reasons why taking time off is good for you. One, it helps you reset yourself mentally. I mean, this is, this is one that we already know about, right? Two, you'll feel way more productive when you return. You know that refreshed feeling you get when you take a few minutes away from your desk? Well, with a whole day or a week, you can do a whole lot for your productivity. Also, taking time off helps you remember who you are. Taking time off reminds us that you are, in fact, a person and not just this 
determined, budding entrepreneur who grinds it out every day, you'll realize that you need to stop taking work home. People are finding it more difficult than ever to leave work at work. And if that rings true for you, take a day off and break yourself of this habit. You'll rekindle your relationships. Are you the type to push off dates with your significant other or a girl's night with friends in favor of time at the office? If that's the case, you need a reality check. While work is incredibly important and it's wonderful to focus on your career, it's also imperative to your mental health to work on your relationships. So maybe you're thinking, Chip, I get it. Take time away, take vacations, leave work at home. Got it, got it, got it. But my business is just not set up for that. How do I take vacation or even a day away when everyone's coming at me with questions and comments and requests for approval? Basically, you're probably wondering, how can I take time off and still manage everyone to get the work done? Well, if those thoughts have crossed your mind, allow me to turn it around and ask you, how many people can one person manage? So Harvard Business Review estimates the ideal range for an experienced manager is between five and nine direct reports. Inc. Magazine pegs the sweet spot at seven. And the ratio of managers to direct reports matters because it explains why some companies grow and others plateau. Now, every business is different, but you can loosely think of a company's evolution as a series of stages with an invisible gate holding most owners from regressing to the next stage. So stage one is what we'll call the doers, and that's probably up to nine employees. In stage one, you direct a handful of the doers. You need people who can follow your standard operating procedures and who can execute. And let me pause for a second. You know how important SOPs are to your business. We've talked about it before. So if you're stuck on knowing what makes for good SOPs, drop me a note at chip at vistiumgrowth.com and we'll get you a free copy of our ebook, The Definitive Guide to Standard Operating Procedures. But back to stage one and the group of doers. Your best employees will often be generalists who can do a lot of things reasonably well. They thrive on variety and like the feeling of getting things done. Many owners get stuck in stage one because they fear delegation. Owners don't trust employees enough to do the work without their direct oversight. However, those managers courageous enough to hire some managers will graduate to stage two. Stage two is what we'll call the manager stage. And so this is, think about maybe having 10 to 40 employees. In a stage two company, the owner hires a small number of managers, usually less than five, who are paid to ensure that their direct reports execute. The emphasis here is on managing against the plan the owner gives them. Good managers understand the process they are being asked to manage. They're detail-oriented, and they stick to the plan. Now, while managers may contribute to the plan, they are usually not responsible for creating it. Managers typically need their leaders, that's you, to supply the plan, which is why so many companies stall out at stage two. Stage three is really what we'll call the leader's stage, and it's really where you have probably more than 40 employees. And for our purposes here, let's define a leader as a person who can lead a team through more than one layer of management. So let's imagine you have a sales leader who oversees two sales managers, and each of them has five salespeople reporting to them. The leader's job is to set direction and to provide a vision and plan for their managers to execute. 
They're leading a team of 12, which is the two managers plus the 10 salespeople, while simultaneously managing two direct reports. While most leaders can manage, the opposite is actually not necessarily true. Leadership requires managers to learn a new set of skills. Leaders need to be able to communicate clearly, to delegate effectively, and to create strategy. So if you're stuck at stage two, you really have two options. Either you need to hire leaders to parachute into your organization, which could risk alienating your managers, or you can train your managers to become leaders. Both strategies are hard and time-consuming, which is why so many companies get stuck at stage two. For an example of a company that successfully managed the transition to stage three, let's take a look at Acceleration Partners. So started by Robert Glazier in 2007, Acceleration Partners is an agency specializing in partner marketing. Acceleration Partners is a people-centric business that helps brands reach and manage their influencer relationships. Now, in the beginning, Glazer began hiring people to help him manage clients and their projects. And as Acceleration Partners' needs evolved as the company expanded, Glazer was often quoted as saying, every time your company doubles in size, you outgrow half your people and half your processes. And I love that quote. Glazer grew Acceleration Partners for 14 years. And by the time he sold it in 2021, Glazer had an entire team of leaders overseeing a group of managers who are managing the people doing the work. If you're stuck, it's worth asking if you have the right people in place to take your business to the next stage. In the beginning, you'll need managers you can trust. And to graduate to stage three, you'll need people who can manage and lead. Some managers may need training and that's okay. While other areas of your business may need an entirely new leader to make the transition successful. Something to think about if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you simply want to increase your enjoyment. Okay, and if you want to learn more about any of the tips and tricks of creating a valuable business, whether it's this episode or any of the past ones, just drop me a note at vistiumgrowth.com forward slash podcast, or you can send me an email at chip at vistiumgrowth.com. And also just one last reminder, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter, and all of them are at Vistium Growth. So let's connect. And with that, we're done for this week. Hope you'll join us again next week. And until then, we'll see you. You've been listening to The Entrepreneur's Advisor, the podcast for entrepreneurs, business owners, and investors. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to this podcast. It's easy to do so by clicking on that subscribe button or follow button. And you can also visit us on the web at www.vistiumgrowth.com forward slash podcast. That's V-I-S-T-I-U-M growth.com. We'll catch you in the next episode. And thanks again for listening to the Entrepreneur's Advisor Podcast.